Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Listening to the National Obsession with me, John Cadigan, starting the podcast off this week in controversial fashion. Uh, mm. It's not our usual methods. Charlie Baker uh, is here as well at home. At home CB. in Perthshire, John. <laughs> Live from, from Perthshire. <laughs> from home in Perthshire. <laughs> the music goes um, around. Why you doing? On earth you well, you, you doing the intro, John? Is is one of the one of the symptoms of COVID-19. It's, it's, one, of, <laughs> it's one of the lesser-known yeah, symptoms the lesser they don't talk about. Yeah. Maybe it's one of the symptoms of Omicron. Sometimes the wrong person kicks off the podcast. <laughs> exactly. Well, look, since COVID has come around, I would say there are as many podcasts in the world as there are <laughs> Omicron cases. <John. laughs> Up to 200,000 new podcasts every day. Every single day. That's just how they're doing it. Every, every man and his dog has got one. It's just how it works. Yes, the old C-19 has hit, John. The Reed 19. Co-Reed 19, as we've been calling it. As we've been calling it, um, Reedy's hit me. Heart. No, it's not been, it's, and it's fine, John. It's fine. How I'm are five, you? Are you okay? I'm five, de- five days in, John. Yeah. Five days into my isolation. It's all very fine until I actually try and do anything. Right. And then it's, <laughs> and then you, I'm going, I'm absolutely, I'm absolutely fine here. I can't see what the problem is. Absolutely fine. Then I try and do something, such as talking to you here, and already slightly exhausted. Oh, no. So, um, that is the that is the, about the way it goes, and I can't put words together. I did someone's, I did a little thing on someone's pod, Danny McLaughlin's podcast earlier on, and I was uh, about five minutes of talking. I was just exhausted after it. So who knows how this will be, John? Uh-huh. Who knows all this will be? I feel like I, I feel like we shouldn't have done this week. I feel like I'm working you into the no. ground now. No, ab- no absolutely fine. Never mind no, the national league; it's irrelevant. No. <laughs> I've been sat home for five days trying to recuperate. And I've got another five days to go, John. So, but it, it's it's fine. But I will suggest to people get your jabs. I don't want to sound like the government. Get your boosters. No, I'm going tomorrow. Stay, stay going. Get stay, my Windows update you can. tomorrow. Yeah, exactly, John. Maybe maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's why I'm on the Skype as well. Yeah. You need to get your old 5G update in there. Exactly. And uh, but you know, a two-one victory for Talk United 
really, really helped yeah. on Saturday, John. As good as a vaccine. It, in many ways, better. <laughs> in many ways, better. No <laughs> rage on. There was no rage on. I know. Ray, well, Ray was on the comms and then it didn't work. Of, I, Ray was there and then he wasn't. You had Ray and Paul Trollope. You had a, pretty much a dream team there, ready to go. Mm. Paul Trollope had come all the way down. Yeah. Did disaster. you hear Paul Trollope at all, John? <laughs> Is this going somewhere? <laughs> Did you hear Paul Trollope? Um, not a lot of him, to be honest. No, did you? I'm just wondering. What, what, I'm just interested in you in in how exciting you found Paul Charles. <laughs> I don't. I I was just wondering where this was where this was heading. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I I thought he was okay, Paul. Yeah, I thought I thought he could have just switched it up a little bit there, John. <laughs> if which what I think he was doing was hovering around for the Talker United job. Should Talker United get absolutely smashed at home by Stockport? <laughs> If that's what he was doing and trying to be a confident, positive presence, then I feel like he could have just, just could have tried a bit upped, it, upped his game a little <laughs> bit and was, and was probably helped by the complete blackout of Mixler and Talkie at TUFC Radio. <laughs> it saved him. He was outshone by Ray. Not not the first or the last for that to happen, Paul, <laughs> not, unfortunately. But John, listen, having done it ourselves, we've realised the stellar job oh, that as easy Ray as it does. looks. Yeah, well, listen, look, shall we... First, first world problems, John. Shall we All fine. crack on with the podcast and the try podcast? and cheer you yes. up? Come on, let's work it What's out. coming up in the podcast? On this week's podcast, as we attempt to make... as We're, we're going to make uh, Charlie better through through the National League. We're going we're gonna to use the yes. National League to, mm. to as, as a... As a sort of antiviral pill, it's uh, the vaccine, John. if you will. As the, the National vaccine. League is the vaccine. So we're going to have all the National League news uh, from the weekend. John Pemberton uh, is, has been very, very busy uh, over the last few days. Yes. Um, he's, he's managed to get back into sport. He's had several big new jobs. I got the sense they didn't go as well as they could have done. So we'll find out from John exactly what happened, yeah. what went wrong. Uh, because it's just... He's just he's just played by bad luck that man. So we'll uh, we'll catch up. Really is. It's really, it really unfortunate. Is. Uh, we got loads and loads of letters to catch up on. Letters from our lovely listeners. And um, what else? We're going to set the final, the final of Ooh. the fourth of the year. It's uh, exciting, isn't it, John? We're excited three about fourth, it. Fifty-two fofs started, three remain, uh, and we're going to set the challenge for those three finalists on this edition of the podcast. In many ways. The National League is like the vaccine, John, because some people think uh, it uh, is dangerous. Um, <laughs> some people think you don't need it. Some people don't think you don't need it, don't want to go near it. Some people are very much anti it. <laughs> but, but for a lot of people, it's bringing a lot of comfort and getting them through the pandemic. So, you know, maybe the National League is maybe Vanarama. Is the National League? Is the, <laughs> what? I can't speak. See, it's gone, John. Oh, no. my, my my voice doesn't work. My brain doesn't work. It's very exciting. This is what the this is what the C nineteen does. A, a, a once great man here crumbling it's really away. Really sad to see. Well, look, let's crack on with the National really League sad. news and see if we can. Go on, John. See if we can make you a little better. Altrincham nil, Bromley one. Uh, Bromley mm. sort of keeping up that promotion push. Did you know Altrincham Stadium is called the J Davidson Stadium? I don't know if it's Jim. I don't know if it's sponsored by oh, Jim Davidson. Hey, yeah, oh, wow, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? Uh, Daisy Seller, well, she's been in touch. She's in the final three. She is, yeah. Well, she, she's, got, she's legally obliged to be in touch. Jay Davidson, I wonder it's, it's like the Bob Luca. Hey, hey, here's a thing. 
John. So the, the podcast I did earlier, earlier for Danny McLaughlin, which is called Della Goal, which is a very good title for a football podcast. Yeah. Um, uh, he was on. He had uh, Justin Morehouse on, of course, dear dear friend, yeah. Justin Morehouse, very nice. But but he was he's a Stockport fan as well as a Manchester United oh, fan, as I think that. as I think all Stockport fans are. Um, and uh, he was tell he was talking me through how the game had gone Saturday, and I went, what? Like I wouldn't like it's not the only thing I know about. Like it's not you know he's talking me through how the game went. Um, and then uh, and I thought I can't remember the point of my what I was oh, saying no. John that's the scene the scene I know <laughs> I've got I've launched this is into like an a anecdote demonstration of why you should get the vaccine look what happens <laughs> I've launched into an anecdote of something that happened earlier on and I cannot remember podcast. why I was saying it I don't I wasn't really sure where it was going should we move on <laughs> we might come back to you <laughs> this is a disaster what was it about <laughs> well, look, I'll leave that. See I can't remember. See if you remember. Uh, it was easily nil. Aldershot three. <laughs> sad Aldershot, state of affairs. Aldershot isn't it? absolutely. Sad Aldershot thrashing easily uh, away from home, continuing their resurgence oh. under Mark Molesley. Uh, so they are up to 18th now on a cracking run of form. And yeah, three nil easily away from home. It's, a, it's always yeah. a tricky place to go. A really good result. All in the same. Is it Mosley John of the black shirts in the forties? Is it? Is it? Is <laughs> yeah, Oswald. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that? Is there a way kit black shirts? We've done Jim Davidson. We've done Oswald Mosley. We're ticking them all off. Ah, this is what it was. Oh, and, it, and I said, and he said, "Oh, what's the last game you went to Talk United? Like trying to catch me out, thinking I'm not a proper fan, you know." And I was, it was so brilliant to be able to say, "Way with the way." Like, is there any? It's absolutely brilliant. And then to t- try and catch me out even more, he said, what's the name of Weymouth Stadium? And I was like, the Bob Luca Stadium. Lucas. I knew it, the, the old Bobby Luke. And I was like, yes. <laughs> People try and test your National League credentials wherever you go, John. Yeah. Here I am. It's like they don't want to Here believe it. Uh, Grimsby it wasn't really nil. worth it, but carry on. Grimsby, and it really wasn't. Grimsby nil, Chesterfield won, which on paper looked like a bit of a, uh, you know, uh, the clash of the day. But really, Grimsby had been awful. Uh, still, it took Chesterfield to the 84th minute. Shimanga scored. Uh, and yeah, Grimsby slide down the table, continues then out of the playoffs. Mm. They're eighth. Yeah. So it's all going really, really well. Let's for Christmas get uh, Lloyd Griffith we on We should the have line a chat with uh, Lloyd next, next week. Yeah. yeah, we should do. Um, it was Kings Lynn 2, Dover 1. So Kings Lynn. It was, I mean, Come on, you Lynn it! Survival of the shittest down there. Kings Lynn and Dover. And Kings Lynn came out on top 2-1. First game for new manager Tommy Widrington, uh, who uh, replaces old thingamajig. What's his name? Ian Culverhouse. Ian Culverhouse. You know, Tommy Widrington is father of John. He's one of the Strictly pros, isn't he? One of the Strictly pros. He's still in the final. He's the, he's the one dancing with AJ Adudu. Yeah. Um, and so... That's a nice link, isn't it? It's nice, isn't it? I d- but yeah, he is the new manager. I don't know if you saw the shortlist uh, for the Kings Lynn job. Uh, amongst Ooh. them was our old friend Marcus Bignot. Bignot, la 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 la. Bignot strikes again. I mean, who wants that job, job? A long yeah, way. Didn't get Marcus Bignot in the end. Tommy Widrington, yeah. Ooh, so good start. Yeah. But it was only Dover. Very good start. Well done. Uh, Maidenhead nil, Solihull Moors four. So I mean, what on earth is going on uh, at Maidenhead? They are having Something's a stinker there re- now, slid down into reading, the relegation zone. Yeah, I was reading the fans. Like, uh, you know, my one of my favourite things to do is to take the Schadenfreude of when teams have lost and look through their Twitter. Feeds. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I was reading the fans, and I don't think they're happy with Alan Devonshire. No, I think they think he's a think they think his time is up, and he's a little bit of a a uh, dinosaur, John. But uh, who knows what goes on there? Because he's been there a long time, and he's and he's you know, it's a great place to go. They don't drop out. It's a great, it's a lovely away day. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it would it would be a shame, but uh, maybe we should have caught up with Adrian Allen this week. Uh, Notts County 4, Southend 1. Uh, so a big win for Notts County there against Southend, who uh, had started to sort of come right a little bit. But, uh, yeah, a bit of a humbling there in Notts County. Carl yeah, Cameron on the they'll be up again. there or thereabouts, John. I don't think they're going to win it. I think Wrexham are going to win it. I don't think, I think they've quite been suffer. consistent enough, have they, Notts County? But, I think um, what Wrexham will do is sign half of League One in January. So uh, yeah. I think that's what's going to happen there. But... um. Look, we'll see. Looks like it. Wilstone nil, Halifax one. Uh, Who scored, uh, John? Uh, not Billy Waters. Not Billy Waters. No. That's all we need to know. That's all you need to know. Woking nil, <laughs> Borenwood two, which is pretty predictable. Borenwood scored uh, literally after one minute, uh, and even Ooh, going down to ten men for the last time. sort of twenty minutes, they were pretty pretty easily uh, getting past Woking in that one. So Woking uh, still continuing a pretty poor run of form. Yeovil one, Barnet nil. So Barnet's recent upturn sort of comes to an end Yeovil mm. sort of quietly uh, putting together quite a nice run they're up to ninth now so they're only just outside the playoffs so uh, they're going along alright yeah uh, annoying Wrexham won Weymouth nil that was on the telly wasn't it yeah it was the worst match I've ever seen in my life <laughs> I've watched a lot of football John <laughs> really terrible match I mean probably not the worst I've ever seen in my life I've seen a lot of terrible games but but it was so boring it did not even uh Allay the uh, COVID nineteen symptoms, John. No, didn't even make me to go. Oh yeah, I feel a bit better from watching <laughs> the football. It actually made me feel worse. Nice. <laughs> the most damning. I think that match might actually be the Omicron variant. <laughs> Paul Mullin, Mister Sitter, that was good fun. Oh, good. That's the talk, good. John. You know, talk of not of Nottingham Forest trying to buy Paul Mullin. Really? Yes, for a Are million you? pounds. Really? <clears throat> yeah. God. Um, and the other result from the day, Torquay United 2, Stockport County Bang. 1. Get in. Bash. I've watched, having just watched some highlights. I mean, the, the, I will say, well done, the Yellow Army. The, the, uh, watching the highlights, listening to it. Yeah. The atmosphere was phenomenal. Absolutely brilliant. The, uh, the result against Weymouth did feel like a sort of momentum change. And then that Saturday did feel like it was from that in the post yeah and the 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 addition of the players coming back and i don't know you know Mourinho goes into a club and he always gets rid his first thing he does when he goes into a club is gets rid of a big hitter yeah. gets rid of a sort of t- totem pole player yes I, I, I think unfortunately the fact that gary has got through got has let jake andrews leave who's obviously a lovely lad and a very very good footballer but mm. it shows that he's serious Shows that he's serious about what he's doing. Yeah. Um. And I think that might make other players go, oh, "We've got rid of him. We'll get rid of me." Yeah. So it might make them pull their finger out a yeah, bit. I, I love think... the look of this little Joe Felix. Yeah, he um, looks decent. The, the cheeky little mouse. <laughs> sparks um, as well. Sparks looks quite sparks, good. Sparks. Yeah, that's good. It's now John Sparks. Isn't there a Isn't there a band called Sparks? There is. I don't. I yes. don't know any of their songs. Isn't uh, Isn't Video killed the radio? No, that's, that's no. Who are they? 
No, not sparks. sparks. We would have sparks. This thing. town ain't big enough kit? for the both of us. That's it. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> That's why Jake Andrews had to leave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we should have done there. You see, you say you're struggling with the old C9 theme, but it sounds like the old synapses are still firing to me. Still firing the away old, there. The old Baker magic. It's still coming there. in there, John, wouldn't it? There we are. See, if we'd had any, if I'd bothered to do any sort of thought about it, we could have really set that up. But, yeah. Uh, and we've got him there if the floodlights ever go down. So that's always good, isn't it? Um, <laughs> that's two. <laughs> two in a minute. He's back. He's back. Maybe it's gone. <laughs> that's the test for if it's gone. Can you tell two quick fire nice little lines? Yes. The, the, Astra, the AstraZeneca soaring through my veins. But yeah, talking United, very, very good. I don't know about you. Sinclair Armstrong looked absolutely magnificent. Mm. Uh, on the highlights yeah, we, won't, we won't keep him will we would you like a little <laughs> song about Sinclair Armstrong oh I'd love one I'm going to give it go a on. go oh. I'm going to oh. just bear with me I'm going to give it a try Sinclair the oh. moment we signed you I swear you could have heard the cheers from Kingswear <laughs> yeah, <laughs> came from QPR won't cross the Tamar and then on your dapes when you put it top bins alright it was only King's Lynn you put Holman Dan into the trash can but then oh. still going with islands <laughs> under 21s to Europe you fly for international duty I feel I could cry Nothing means more to me except when they say that on TUFC Radio the commentators Ray Sinclair. There we go, that'll do. Sinclair. Yeah, very good, John. <laughs> Poor Dan Holman. Quite long, wasn't really, it? Really, really salty for Dan Holman in, in the in the. I like our um, music taste, John. We're really cool, aren't we? That <laughs> 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 one day everyone will appreciate Gilbert O'Sullivan. <laughs> And the great songwriter it. he was. Yes, there's no need to worry. Da, 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 da. That's Matt Ramoni, I'm after yeah. there. Yeah, so Matt Ramoni. Does he play for anyone? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. On that note. Is that it? That's it. This is the National Obsession. The National Obsession. You're listening to the National Obsession. Now, we're very, very pleased to welcome to the show a regular guest. And regular contributor, it's John Pemberton. Lovely to have you back on, John. Yeah, hello, yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks very much. Great to be back. Uh, great to be back on the podcast. Great to be back uh, in the country. Um, as, as you know, you had me on before. I just just finished my time at the uh, at the Kennedy Space Centre there with NASA, mm. uh, working, on that, uh, working on that mission to destroy an asteroid. So, look, my time finished there, and I'm, uh, I'm, I'm thrilled to be back, uh, back over here, back working in sport. Yeah, I see you've been working. It's what you've got. You've got a job back in sport, which is great, great news for, for yourself and your family, of course, and great news for everybody. I mean, just tell us, um, uh, it, it wasn't football-based, I understand, Sunday. You were you were taking a slight step out of football and working for the FIA. Yeah, that's right. You know, I think uh, my skill set uh, sort of uh, lends myself to moving around different uh, different areas. And yeah, you know, I've, I've been lucky enough. The luck's finally turned. Uh, with me and uh, got offered a couple of jobs in the in the space of a couple of days. I was in Abu Dhabi on the weekend, yeah. Um, working there, they 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 brought me in 
get a little short-term contract. Uh, they yeah. said, look... Um, uh, Just race it, management, was it? It was a bit of race management, um, you know, yeah. race director... Went in there, you know, for the just, just you know, just last game of the season, just go in there, yeah. keep them up, sort of thing, you know, uh, yeah. go in there, do a job, and uh, get just get there, the just get the race safely from start to finish, um, <laughs> and just execute it, and uh, and uh, yeah. and just help them over the line there, yeah. And, and how did it go? Because I read it was a, an enormous disaster and one of the worst things to ever to happen to Formula One, and probably just shut the sport down and made it entertainment instead of sport like WWE. I mean, look. Uh, it's, a, it's very easy to say in hindsight, but I probably should have read the rules uh, a little closer than I than I did before uh, b- before I went in there. Uh, you know, look, I'll know that for next time, and and uh, you know that's just that's just the way things are uh, in top level F one. And yeah, uh, you know, got uh, we got through uh, sort of fifty fifty four laps pretty pretty seamlessly mm. out of fifty eight, and yeah. oh, we just had to see yeah. it out. We just had to see the game out, yeah. uh, the race yeah. out. Uh, I know it was a race, yeah. not a game. Uh, I just had to see yeah. the race out, you know. We're added on time there, and uh, we just got to get get the car in the corner, really. You know, the the, the game plan fell apart a bit, and yeah, you seem to come under pressure rules. from you seem to come under the under pressure and just com- immediately collapse under pressure. Yeah, but you know that's you know you expect you expect pressure in modern day uh, modern day F one uh, race directing yeah. that comes with the territory. That's fine, you know. I'm used to that. I'm used to. Used to pressure, but used to it, at, you know, you in, in, the, in the heat of the moment, you know, the man in the arena and all that. I just read the rules uh, incorrectly, uh, decided yeah. to uh, wave all the cars through, and um, <laughs> you know, the rest is history. And and I completely ruined uh, Lewis Hamilton and Mercedes' entire season. But you know, that can happen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and like I say, sure. you know, the man in the arena, you put yourself out there, you're there to be shot at, and um, you know, look, we'll, we'll go yeah. again. We'll know, we'll know for next time. Sure. So, so you went back on it was a Monday another big job it feels like quite a lot of big jobs back to back to then suddenly be in charge of the champions league draw after you've been in charge but i suppose i mean you've already collapsed under pressure once on the sunday but i suppose you felt like you could handle the pressure on the monday well you know i think that that speaks to my my cv you know you look at uh, everywhere i've been uh, i've i pretty much always left them in a better place than when i went in and uh, you know, if, if you don't count the F one, where it looks like I'm, I'll probably be up in the the court of arbitration for sport, probably in yeah. the new year. That's fine, you know. I'll uh, I'll deal with that when it comes. Um, but uh, you know, yeah, I, I left uh, I left I left the FIA pretty pretty quickly after that. Uh, my contract was up anyway, and uh, I got a call from UEFA saying, "Look, John, uh, we need someone to come in and just oversee the Champions League draw again. Short term contract. That's fine with me. Uh, you know, just come in and oversee that. Get us." Yeah, get the draw done. Get in, yeah, get out, out and a, um, just pulling balls out, isn't it? Pulling just make sure it all goes smoothly. Look, it's like you say, it's a, it's a, it's a one match thing. Just go in there, get yeah. us over the line, and and thanks very much. So yeah, you know, I yeah. went in there. That that's you know that's 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 the life of a, a of a travelling manager. You know, you never know where you're going to yeah. be next. And uh, yeah, got mm. on the plane out there to Switzerland. Uh, got out there with uh, Andrea Sharvin, uh, of course. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, you signed for Arsenal, didn't you? Well, no, I, I tried to you sign re- him. For, you recommended. You I tried recommended to sign Arsenal him for. Uh, I tried to sign him for Chesterfield, you know, when right. I was there. But um, they, they, they were too yeah. busy uh, crowdfunding for for a new set of corner flags at the time. So um, <laughs> right, things okay. uh, that that took so precedence. Sorry, just to just to move you on. Sorry, how did the draw go? Well, look, it's it's very disappointing. But you know, for the first time in the history, they had to redo the draw for a second time because um, of a major uh, glitch uh, right. in the software. You know, right. look, I'm. I, it's just unbelievable, you know, when when the luck's against you, your luck's out, your luck's out, and yeah, um, yeah. you know, it, 
It's it's disappointing, but it's just basic mistakes from the uh, you know the UEFA, the back end team, the engineers, just basic mistakes, basic errors, and uh, you know we got we got to smooth those errors out. And uh, it was was just the equivalent of a a scruffy ball into the box, and you know no one put their foot through it and got and got rid of it. You think you took on too much, John? No, I don't think so. You know, like I say, all all throughout my career, I dealt with high pressure situations. That's no problem at all. But you know, when push comes to shove, if you've got engineers who can't draw one ball out of a bag and another ball out of another, then you know, there's only so much you can do as a manager yeah. once uh, you know once those engineers okay. cross the white line. It's all over to them. Okay. Well, thanks, thanks, thanks very much, and good luck with your continuing job um, with Boris Johnson's PR. The National Obsession. You're listening to the National Obsession, and it's time for letters from a listener. Let's see how this goes. Where will you go? go will you survive? A letter from a could have been Any worse. Letters there, John? Could have been there? a lot worse. Yeah, we got could some letters. Been a lot worse. Been a lot worse. <laughs> have we? Let's That's begin nice. with Chris Ballard, mm, a new correspondent okay. to the podcast. Okay. Oh, on the ice, Chris. Power Ballard. I think that would have to be his nickname. <laughs> the Ballard Centre used to be somewhere in Plymouth called the Ballard Centre where oh, he used really? to rehearse. Okay. Ballards, yeah, yeah, yeah. Memory's still working. Good afternoon <laughs> from the USA, says Chris Ballard. Afternoon uh, on the afternoon. ice, Chris. It could be any time. This is a podcast. It could be anything. Have a nice day. Having only found your podcast fairly recently, I've been putting myself oh. through an odyssey of sorts by going back to the very beginning and starting over from episode one. Lovely. What a lovely idea. Whilst it was mostly, in an, effort, <laughs> whilst it was mostly in an effort to understand the origins of On the Ice and Foff, oh, yeah. it was at least partly because I also wanted to see how you covered the relegation season from the National League to the National League oh. South. The answer was pretty much the way I did it from over here, a resigned expression and an expectation that the club might cease to exist. It's not going so badly now, though. We've just lost against Woking in the Cup, so fortunately that will probably be the last we see of them in the 2018-19 season. <laughs> Perhaps we'll sneak Come into the playoffs. You, well, let us know how it turns out, Chris. I want to know yeah. how that season finishes in the NLS. I wonder. I wonder. I mean, I mean, could, probably terribly. <laughs> you can only says, imagine badly. Somehow, I now find myself at episode fifty-one. Well done. That's Very good. A good effort. <laughs> fifty, nearly, nearly fifty-one hours of this man's life. <laughs> <laughs> he says, and all the, I've made lots of mental notes about some of the great puns that you've made. One of them about a player called something like Ethan Gums. <laughs> I mean, it sounds it sounds very so, plausible. I mean, I'm sure it doesn't sound like we we'd do something like that. But you know, who knows? To finish, I thought I'd do one of the things you asked for a few episodes ago in my run, at least, which is a ten-word match review. That was a oh, long lovely. time ago. I've also recently, I've also recently been playing a video game where you're expected to compose haikus. So I'm hopefully going to do both here. Talkie at Weymouth, little controls the midfield. Armstrong scores winner. That's, on, that's a haiku from Chris on the ice, Chris that's Ballard. Lovely smashing stuff. Hey, Chris, Chris. Superb. On the ice to you. Superb. The first letter really, containing really... a haiku. Well, I mean, none of I the mean... Foss have ever managed that in <laughs> three. Half of what it is. <laughs> well, there we go. Lovely really from is. Chris. Thank you, Chris. I'll Your tell Foss you what, journey begins. Chris, fantastic. Really great letter. On the ice to you. Spread the word in America. That'd be marvellous. Do we tell Chris, like National League football? Do we fill Chris in on what Foff means, or does he just have to find out for himself? He has to find out, John. Yeah. He has to find out. And when he's found out, he can send us a letter. Yeah, somewhere. And maybe there'll be a little number for him somewhere along I the line. I thought you'd already come across Who knows? episode 51. I thought we'd be doing maybe. it longer than that. Never maybe. Know. Who maybe. knows? There we are. There we are. Okay. Clive Hayward, one of the finalists, gets in ah! touch. 
Sir Clive, Sir Clive Haywood says, hello, Son and Charlie. This might be one for Agent Devonshire to investigate. Well, I think he's got bigger things on his mind at the moment. He says, I've discovered more about Nixon and Watergate. The real scandal is that Jules Nixon never touches a drop of the hard stuff. All those cans and bottles are actually full of water. But you'll never read that in the mainstream media on the ice. We've been taken for fools as Clive. Stop. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Blowing the whole thing apart here. It's all there. Um, Clive Hayward is in many ways deep throat. I've, <laughs> I've heard. I've heard. I don't want to. That's what the rumour is anyway. Well, look, Clive, that that's doesn't... That's what the rumour is. That doesn't... Uh, that's, I don't think that's Clive just trying to sway... What a lovely his, uh, idea. It's not, he's not trying to sway the decision men. on the fourth of the year, but uh, yeah. Mervyn Benny was he one of the was he the president at one point? I think he was life president. This is one for you, John. If only you didn't have a Christmas story to write all the president's men with jules nixon on the train seven, wow, seven, Frost nixon, you know. seven days out from recording the christmas story i should probably start writing it i suppose <laughs> start soon john start soon because i, I think, think they I normally should. take seven days to read <laughs> <laughs> let's hey, move on Clive, lovely little yeah lovely stuff thank and you speaking on of the jules nixon view. the great man has been oh. in touch wow Okay, Jules. He says, hello, and on the ice, brothers. On the ice to you, Jules, brother. I'm wondering if you guys have any pre-match superstition or traditions that you have before going to a game featuring your favourite team, whoever that might be. Mine are all built around percentages and stuff. <laughs> so, if, so if we win, I stick to it. For example, I have a 0% win rate when I've been sat in Bristow's bench, so I cannot sit there. On the ice and good night, Jules. Oh, gosh. What are you? I've, se- I've, I've seen Jules Nixon in percentages. It's normally about <laughs> 6% larger. But 12% half GNT little pre-mixed can. Exactly. Li- I, like, I, like, I like it when Jules has those tiny little pink GNT mixers. That's very the, yeah, refined. That's the look I like yeah. there. Very, very posh. Um, yeah, percentages do go a long way um, into what yeah, you do. Jules, Jules. My, my superstition, I generally have a cup of tea out of my Talkie United mug on the morning of a game. Do you? I have a theory. What would, that... you, no- what would you normally lose, John? Uh, what would you normally use? Well, just I, I, I use my circulation, but I make sure to... Um, yeah, to look, use the talking I've had, mug. I've had them. I've had in my whole life. I've had them. I used to have a sovereign ring that I used to. Uh, 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 not a real one. It was like a fake one that yeah. I once wore as a joke once to a match, and then we won. And I spent the whole season on match days wearing this sovereign ring till we lost. Okay, I have no idea where that is anymore. Um, uh, I used to not watch the actual kickoff. <laughs> turn away, turn away at kickoff. Um, and of course, now my superstition is never going to a playoff final ever again in my life. Right. Well, yes. I mean that is very fair. The we all know that is. Doom. I, 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 I am the reason. Um, Jules Nixon, thank you so much for finally getting in touch. And I, we love your Hasbulla, and um, we love seeing your happy face on the on the trains uh, and on the uh, maybe maybe two less drinks a week. I don't know, John. What do I you think? think I'm, I'm not, we're not here, we're not here to give advice out, are we? It's Christmas. But just just make sure make sure it's keeping you happy. That's all I would say. <laughs> it's Christmas and Jules is just going to have a couple of drinks. That's all right. Look, it's a, for a nice change. <laughs> Look, It'll I, make a nice Jules, change. Let him break treat, out. Treat yourself bit, on John. Christmas Day. Just kick back and have a have a few drinks. <laughs> have a couple of have a couple of cans. <laughs> <laughs> and on the ice, Jules. On Brilliant. the ice, Jules. Lovely stuff. Claire James gets in touch. 
She says, dear John and Charlie, on the subject of end of year reflections, I've been ruining the demise of the paper match ticket. Since 2009, I've been saving my match tickets in a ticket stub diary, which I was bought for my 13th birthday. The first ticket there is from the 17th of May 2009, which I assume must be the playoff final. Conference playoff final, Wembley. Yeah, something like that, yeah, yeah. Goodness. It starts on a high and goes downhill from 2009. there. 2009, might be Old Trafford. Uh, no, I think it, I think it would have been the, uh, the the conference, the winning final and the buckle. Mm, okay. She says, since that day, the typical entries have included Macclesfield v Torquay, 14th of January 2012, 1-2-1, absolutely freezing, was sick on the way home after dodgy fish and chips. <laughs> oh, where so, from? Well, we need more we information. Need more information. Maybe the Hat Museum in Macclesfield. Right. Yeah, um, that. No, uh, Stockport happens. Oh, Stockport, sorry. Somewhere up there, isn't it? It's all <laughs> roughly roughly the same. She says, anyway, um, entries Macclesfield, have become more no, Macclesfield sporadic. Has that, Macclesfield has that massive light shop that we like. <laughs> oh, that was it. Yes, I knew, yeah. I knew it was one of those. A really nice shop. Yeah. She says, the entries have become a bit more sporadic in recent years due to the rise of oh. e-tickets. Yeah, so should I carry e- on and try and print my ticket? E-ticket, as they call them in Yorkshire. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, it's a shame. But um, I wouldn't get to Yeah, that. print your own, but it's not the same, is it? Can't it's stick a, a bit of A4 maybe the, in there. Maybe a, rubbish. A, a program will suffice. Or... But even they're getting phased each... out, aren't they? Uh, I know. I'll tell you what I do like is the pin, the lapel badge is always nice. A mug is always nice. Just a little bit of merch from each place, perhaps. It's expensive, isn't it? It is. You've already bought the ticket. Claire, think of I the... can't suggest. Think of the environment, Claire. That's all I'll say. Stub hub. COP26. I've got a ticket collection to maintain. Exactly. Claire, thank you for that. How many letters has Claire sent us, John? Uh, well, Claire is, uh, I believe, daughter of Clive James, who is a oh. fof, uh, who's, I think, our most recent fof. Claire James Claire has before? sent in one, two letters. So that was her second letter. So, Claire, mm. you're in the ballpark. Well, I'll tell you what makes up for... I'll tell you what, John, it's Christmas. Oh. I'll tell you what makes up for not having a paper ticket anymore. Is a fop number. Lovely. Claire. There it is. What what number is she, John? I'm going to say 52. (laughs) I don't think it is 52. I think it is 52. Or 50. No, 52. I'm going to update the spreadsheet when I get home. My laptop. I'm getting a new laptop this evening. I'm going to update it. All right. Wow. 52 or 53, I would say. I think 52. But. uh, Okay. Well, we'll find out. TBC, Claire. TBC. Claire. Congratulations on your Christmas pop number. Happy well Christmas. Well done. Happy Christmas. And that's the letters. Thank you ever so much. That's a le- what a le- hey, thanks. Send us your letters. What's the email address, John? Nationalobsession at gmail.com. It is indeed. Or you can find us on Twitter at NatobsPod. Now, that's true. John. Yes. Pop of the year. Yeah. Pop games, whatever you want to call it. Well, you've reached the final. And this is what we want our finalists to do. Who are Jane Kelly? Yeah. And who is it? <laughs> Ultra Jean. Come on, build up the tension. Jane Kelly. And Clive Hayward. Ultra Jean. Clive. Sir Clive Hayward. We would like you to design us a tea towel. A tea towel, which we will then, winning tea towel, we will have made and we will sell. Uh, and we will have made and we will sell, John. It, yeah. And, uh, and that, a national obsession tea towel. It will go into Further production, the winning tea to be towel. Released. The winning tea towel will go into production and we will be. So we would like you to design us a national obsession tea towel. Best one, or the one we consider to be the best one, will be made and be available to be bought 
Exactly. Couldn't like, put it better. So you will hear the final I mean, of the year. I reckon we could have put that better. It probably could have. Oh, Tyson up in the edit, won't it? That'd be okay. Uh, and yeah, you will hear the results of that. We need that by, when are we saying? We've been doing Monday at 1pm, haven't we? So send us your design by Monday at 1pm. That's Monday the 20, 20th. Yeah. Monday the 20th at 1pm. We, we could probably put this in an email. Probably could have done. <laughs> send us your design by Monday the 20th at 1pm. And yes. you will hear the final and the crowning of the winner of Foff the Year on the Christmas special next week. And it is, an, it is a National Obsession podcast. Tea towel, yeah. not a talk United tea yeah. towel. There we are. That's what we're after. Come Exciting. On. Big news. That's yeah, it. There John. you go. That's it. There it is. We got through it. I didn't die during you the didn't podcast. Die. That would have been would have been a sad one, wouldn't it? If I had. Great for ratings um, though. If we'd have got your good, if we'd have got your final utterances. Imagine if my final utterance was like a pun on the name of a Dagenham <laughs> and Redbridge player. <laughs> What was that story that didn't really go anywhere about the podcast? <laughs> yeah. That was it. And the last That's thing he ever said was Charlie. Just right? The last thing Charlie ever said was this weird story. It didn't go anywhere. <laughs> started telling this anecdote. What a way to the go. Other half of it. Such a shame. His last words. Oh, were, where, what was I saying? And then he just went. I tell you what. On the ice would be great last words. <laughs> on the ice. <laughs> they, oh look, fingers crossed it isn't. And uh, you're back in here next week. <laughs> I'm not going to be buried, John. I'm going to have me ashes spread somewhere when I die. Okay. I'm not sure yet. I'm not sure yet. Um, but, uh, but yeah. But uh, I was going to say that would be good on a tombstone, but I'm not going to have one. So uh, <laughs> just have well, to remember it. Let's right. hope it doesn't come to that. Go and get better. Uh, we'll, we'll do one day, John. It's inevitable. We all die in the end. No, yeah. Okay, on the ice. <laughs> Cheerio. <laughs> the National Obsession with John Cadogan and Charlie Baker. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.